Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sick kombucha for your boom. Welcome back to It Girls Podcast. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay. What is poppin'? I hope your pussy is clean. <laughs> Speaking of popping pussies. Oh. Peter Pepper had a popping pussy. <laughs> Go over to our Patreon. We It is the start of the month, girls. Patreon is where... That is where pussies are popping right now, I have yeah. to say. Pop uh, your damn cherry girls and <laughs> sign up to X-Gals if you want to be sexier. X-Gals obviously is our extra podcast if... One episode of Ickal's Week is not enough for you if you are literally left gagging for more every single week. Like we're talking those girlies that listen to Ickal's Wednesday morning on the way to work or on the way to wherever the hell you're going and then they're left dry. Their vaginas are dry. They don't have a this wet ass pussy. No, because they're not getting their sex tips on Ickal's. So true. Like Ickal's is where we really host like so much raunchy sex talk. Um... And we've added so many new things to it over the last month or so. So now, if you're a triple X gal, which is the $10 tier, you get five episodes a month. Um, we are going to do an extra episode every single month for you guys. And it's going to be really topical, really, really juicy, kind of bringing it back to the early, early days of it gals and X gals. Yeah. Um, and we've also started a Discord server, which sounds very technical, but it's super easy. It's basically a chat room, a private chat room for X gals. There's loads of little topics on the like, like sidebar. Bars. Oh, like we've got one going on an astrology. There's one going on be- beauty. Like people are giving lip filler fucking recommendations, and like it's brilliant. There's fashion. People are dropping their Depop. And one thing which I was lolling all the girlies doing yesterday, they all give their Instagram handles and they all follow each other. I was like, girlies, y'all gonna be hitting 10k. Literally, literally. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna but have like, like an army of influencers. But we're building like such a community because yeah. people are making friends, and that was, you know, one of our goals. With ex-gals to really just like Kind of make it be a real life thing yeah. Because we live so much on, of our lives online But we wanted to make it a real life thing And it's so cool that like we're all getting to meet you And mm. you're all meeting each other And like if you are an ex-gal You instantly have that in common Which is like you know That you're a raunchy type of bitch You're yeah. an ex-gal it is, There's a type of girl who was an ex-gal It's so true and, um, and we know them, we see them They're all already planning a night out for our next live show They're like, I can't wait till we can all like or Because they can arrange on the Discord now To meet beforehand, people can like meet Which is great, like we've really noticed this with ex-gals But I think the Discord's really going to help this Where people now, when we're doing our next live show If someone doesn't have their friends to go with They can just like chat They can private message in the Discord And go with each other yeah, It's fucking people brilliant People are making down friends And like we will honour our ex-gals Till the day we die Because when we can finally get back Doing like little shows We have a few ideas for like More mini kind of meetups And little things like that That we will be doing with 
gals so there's a lot more 100. to come C-U-M. so uh patreon.com forward slash ickles podcast and if you are still left wanting questions if you don't ha- know what we're talking about go to our website click the x gals button we have a full faq section there which pretty much answers all of your questions with testimonials from yes, girls. Yes, that would make me sign up. Like, Hell if you yeah. go down and see how, like, we get messages every day, but it was nice to have it somewhere public so yeah. everyone knows how fucking cool we are. <laughs> but, like, how we are, like, liberating people sexually. I know. We it's had an episode iconic. last month um, about drugs where we kind of just lulled about our fucking situations with drugs. And, like, we got, we have a burner phone as well on X-Girls, which is a live line to us where we can, like, send, you know, use your voice messages and stuff messages and stuff like that that you send in with your own experiences so it's much more of a community vibe over there and um, we also had Adam O'Reilly on friend of the pod friend of the pod and we spoke about his experience growing up in Ireland as a gay man and like all the kind of struggles he's faced but whilst being hilarious because he's just forever hilarious so yeah check it out Check it out, girls. Um, as I said, patreon.com forward slash Ickles podcast. And very quickly before we get into this episode this week, we just want to give you guys a heads up. We are restocking the merch store on Friday. We <clears throat> we found um, an extra box of a few t-shirts hanging around that we didn't know we had. So there's a handful of blacks, handful of whites, and which we're most excited for. <laughs> Me, Lindsay and I spent all last week tie-dyeing a really, I think there's only 20 t-shirts, um, a really limited amount of t-shirts. All of the colours and stuff will be listed on our Instagram and online. Uh, so you can go check them out on Friday. We're going to have them ready for you guys to purchase. And this is, I know we always say it, but this is the last of the last. We just found an extra box and we have some tie-dye cutie patooties yeah, for you guys. we had some that we saved a buy just for um, if there were returns and all that kind of stuff. But the tie-dye is look like, whoa. It looks and sick. this is hand tie-dyed by your... Favorite it gals. We chose the colorways and everything. So go over on over there. Um, and just to note, on the tie dye t shirts only, there is free Irish shipping. Um, rap, rap, rap. a little pricier because we had to hand tie dye those they asses. But yeah. so they look so good. They look oh. like Grateful Dead tees. Speaking of our summer t shirts, can we talk about all the negativity that this summer has been getting from people? My dear God. Bitches never showed up. People like, are like, well, worst summer of my existence. I'm like, girlies, okay, I understand that, yes, COVID fucked us all up. We, we've, we've been there. We accepted this in April. Yeah, truly move on, <laughs> you cunts. How can you not move on? Well, it's just like, okay, I get it. You didn't get to go to a bloody festival, but mm. like, they'll be back, fingies crossed. And how much more amazing will it be after missing out for one summer? Yes. Like, I am going to be jizzing for a festival and I'm oh. usually moaning going on. I'm like, me and Jenny are in the back of the bus like, oh, it's Fume. fucking raining. What the hell? <laughs> I don't want to go. I'm bored. I'm just <laughs> sitting in a field drinking. But, um... Now next year I'll be like I'll be getting the gems on my face And going yeah. <laughs> down to the field With my little cans Dying Me for it too Same um, with holidays Like everything will be so much juicier absolutely. When we get it back It will taste like The ripest fucking mango ever Yeah and like So what was your Let's lament on summer for a moment Because you know It is the first September The well, kids are back in school Kids are back in school Now let's not forget That there is always a little September summer in Ireland when everyone oh. starts going back to school. So let's yeah. not be like, oh, that's so f- fuck off that summer. No, no. Just like we had kind of we I feel like we had the start of our summer um, in April. We had lovely warm mm-hmm. days and like I was out and about and like doing my little walking during lockdown and just enjoying like being outside. You know, when we came out with a T-shirt and the whole idea of it, like you won't take our summer was like a kind of positive reaction to the whole COVID thing, which obviously knocked everyone for six. But like. It is totally in your own ownership over how you take, like how you react to stuff. And like we just, I just don't like living in a negative space. Like I enjoy having fun and 
you know, lolling around and enjoying myself. So when ha- life hands you COVID, make a fucking fun summer out of make a COVID cocktail. Yes. <laughs> Suck some COVID cock, actually, no. <laughs> I definitely don't do that. Um, unless you, you know that COVID cock, then suck away. <laughs> it's like fucking that bloody thing that's going around, those girls with the TikTok. Oh my God, should we talk about that? That's the poor little pets, though, I feel uh, bad for them. I mean, why? They put it on TikTok. I know, but like... Dumbasses. I know, but I feel like everyone's like just filling the whole circle they're like well I heard that this and this and this and this and it's like okay well all we know for sure is that this TikTok is like what 35 seconds long or something. so there's like a TikTok going around with these girls from Scaries and allegedly this is the rumor is that one of them tested positive for COVID and they all like hung out for a night with the person who had tested positive and then they're like having a bet of like who got it from them and there's like pictures of the girl I mean one the really dumb one was like the girl be licking her friend being like I, I like to lick people's drinks when I go out but like I do think that <laughs> we are just circling the whole thing we've just got this TikTok as proof mm-hmm. and we're circling the whole story which we've seen so many times with viral shit like Hetty Douglas we spoke about years yeah, ago yeah, when yeah. she put up one picture and everyone was like she's a rich artist she's like wasn't at all and like they made up stories about her father and stuff like this so I think with like Virality, it's just, you you believe a tweet that has a thousand views, a thousand likes, you know, just if someone's saying, well, actually, it was her father is um, the head of Angarda Shikhana, and he, you know. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't believe any of that stuff All we ever. know is that, like, they fucking put out that TikTok, and I took from it, and I, I don't know for sure, but I'm just feeling like, oh, maybe... They were at the party and they didn't know that she had tested posi- positive. Okay, yeah, that could. And then they were yeah. like, "Oh god, who's going to get it?" And like making a joke out of that, which is like, okay, it's a joke, but like they're trying to make maybe make light out of a situation that like they all could get COVID from hanging out with her. Yeah, and like I saw that like Scary's Town FC, they put up a thing being like, in light of recent events in Scary's, we decided to postpone all club activities because allegedly the, this is where they were doing it. In the this is where the the tick the videos of them like licking face and all that kind wow. of stuff happened. Um, and I, my favorite part of the like it was going around the WhatsApp group. My favorite part is like apparently their what was it? Apparently their parents are mortified. Oh, I saw. <laughs> I know. I'm sure they are, but like, let's not make it worse for the poor motherfuckers. Oh, but back God. to our summer. So lamenting on oh, our sorry, summer. Yeah, lamenting. What was your fave mem from summer? I think mine was our beach day. Oh, that was so nice. It was yeah, like the hottest. It was probably the last. We got like a run of hot weather in June. And I think it was like one of the last days of the run of the scorching weather because it was after that we were like, we're going to do this every day. And then there was never a day to be doing it again, which no, was really annoying. We like, didn't get that weather again. That was beautiful. Like Jenny and I made like <laughs> salads and brought our little, brought a speaker and loads of drink. Um, down so to the beach fun. and we're just like texting whoever being like just come join us this yeah. is where we'll be we're beach bums today yeah. <laughs> and we got lit we got in the sea we the sea was unreal yeah, the sea day. was warm it was like it was a like bath. a bath it, it was, was jinx <laughs> you owe me a coke <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw said that I never got that I know Barney it's an American story. yeah but um fucking Americans <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it was so fun I loved that day I also loved even though Shit got cray. I did love the party. Our friend Neve had a party in her brother's house. Oh my god! And unreal. it was just like it actually felt like the first kind of 
post choir day like it was all our bestos yeah. in one place no one else had anywhere to go there's nowhere to go because we didn't have <laughs> bloody bookings and it was just so much fun getting absolutely lit I'm very lit like I was triggered for a bit of fucking week oh, afterwards same I was still. like I'm thinking of going sober <laughs> I was like, I think I need to block all of you because I can't look at you after what the shit I came out with that weekend. Google's how to block myself on Instagram. <laughs> Literally. I hadn't drunk storied in so damn long. And now I'm like making a habit of it. That drunk storying is fucking... That was the old me. Yeah. COVID brought it out of me again. It just, it happens. I hate it. And it's once, it's once one nibble and you're nobbled. <laughs> Jerry, that my that hobnob hobnobs. <laughs> like one little once you dip the toe in the drunk story. Oh, I know. It's like second nature. I'm I'm drunking. I know. Like even at the weekend, I remember Pete being like, "Lindsay, stop story." And I was like, <laughs> he was like, "Close friends." I was like, "I want to show the real me on the gram." <laughs> I'm always transparent. <laughs> you did close story a lot. I was I was proud. There was a lot of close stories. Close, just the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> me twerking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like to Lindsay, she went to a party and I was like, oh, Keith, there's only four of you there. She was like, no, there wasn't. There was loads of people. Was there like, were loads of people. I don't know why it seemed like it was just the four. I was like, oh, cute. They had like a private party on the second day of the party or something. Yeah. No, there was fuck loads of people there. English fellas and all. Oh, so shall we talk about this week, girls? We are talking about some celebrities who are just acting a damn fool on the internet right now. I love saying that. I just acting a damn fool. It's just imagine your mom said that to you, like you're acting a damn fool. You'd be, oh, I'd be mortified. I'd be mortified. It's like when your mom says, "You're embarrassing yourself." Oh, you're like, and worst of all, you're embarrassing me and your father. You're like, <laughs> you're like oh my god, or stop showing off. Oh. That makes me absolutely melt into the That's ground. The worst one. When, and it's always when you are showing yeah. off, you feel seen as fuck. I, know. <laughs> I hate. Scene. <laughs> so, um, in the second half of the pod, we're going to have a very interesting discussion all around Bella Thorne and her antics online. Uh, her dumbass. Her dumbass selling her own dumbass. Covered in a, a loincloth <laughs> <laughs> and pretending it was a nude. Yeah, so, Bella Thorne obviously scammed a lot of people on OnlyFans and it is popping off on Twitter and all over the internet. So, yeah. we are going to be calling a friend of ours who's a sex worker and we're going to get her input because um, we obviously wanted to talk to someone from the community of, so you know, to speak on behalf of them. But you'll have to hold on for that because that's coming up in the second half. First off, let's briefly touch on some lighter, more lol. I mean, lol in just the sense of the pure ridiculousness. So Adele, who recently went viral for being skinny. Literally. <laughs> now, Post-divorce as well. Like, I find that whole thing, like, notoriously problematic because it's like, she's clearly dropped a fuckload of weight because she's just had, like, a massive divorce and had to give so much money away. And yeah. everyone's like, she looks bloody brilliant. I'm like, she's probably riddled with anxiety and, like, well, I think that, not eating. I think most most of the response was, like, is she all right? And then a lot of people were, like, not... They were, like, there was a whole feminist argument around. They were, like, women's bodies. And it's like, she, the, the girls of it online, from what I see, saw, was, like, praising her. Oh, really? I yeah, saw well, the opposite. She was always known I'm, as I'm being, like... the woke people. Yeah, it's, that since don't be on Twitter. So. That was when I was on Twitter. Exactly. I'm not like, on Twitter Twitter anymore. makes you think that people think a certain type of way and then True. you're in like the real world and you're like, oh, <laughs> no one thinks like those fucking people. Because they're always on Twitter. They never leave their homes. True. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, on Twitter. But um yeah, so everyone was like, Oh, she looks brilliant. But she looked beautiful before. But I'm glad that she's a healthier mother now and all this kind of stuff. Oh god. And she didn't look great, but her latest pick, I mean, Adam sent it to me and I, I thought it was fake. I thought she was it photoshopped. It looked super, superimposed. So obviously, um, 
like carnival was cancelled this year so. yeah in a huge festival um celebrating like i'm pre- i think it's like jamaica and all that kind of area yeah. um like yeah uh, we don't we don't know but it's like celebrating them i went to it once it was fucking brilliant oh did you go no yeah, way yeah when i lived there for a summer once it was actually fucking really? so fun it's fucking petrifying i've heard there's loads of like stabbings and all well, your girl's still standing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Lily Allen a while ago was videoed like a uh, slumped over her boyfriend at the time's shoulder at Carnival. Like I think it's like it's a kind of street festival. It's right? a street festival and it goes on for like a whole weekend. It's obviously the August bank holiday. So like they their August bank holiday is like the end of the month. I think it's about like all the subcultures of London. Yeah, and, it's like, like Afro-Caribbean yeah. culture. That was the word I was looking for. I was like, Jamaica. <laughs> Bob Marley? <laughs> it's a celebration of Bob Marley and all his beauty. <laughs> no, but it's Afro-Caribbean. Honest, go to that. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it's Afro-Caribbean, so it's all of those kind of areas. Um, and uh, it's great fun. And, like, they're just, like, those cultures are just known for being so, like, into, like, music mm-hmm. and, like, unreal food. And there's a huge population of uh, Afro-Caribbean people, obviously, specifically in London, but all over the UK. Um, and... <laughs> Adele posted <laughs> I can't help but laughing Adele posted a picture of her In a fucking Jamaican flag bikini top A set of Because everyone gets dressed up for this right A set yeah. of like feather wings Which a lot of people wear for carnival It's like that's the whole kind of it's like Rihanna. She has yes. her own version. She, yeah, in, she uh, did, that's Afro-Caribbean as well. Huh? Yeah, you know, oh, she looks. And she so always good. looks. I'm always like, what wild. is she wearing to Carnival this year? And uh, she's <laughs> wearing these wings. A coy look is the only cheeky, a very freaky cheeky, face expression. Coy, and then she had these like. What are they called? Those buns? They're called like bugnata. I don't know. Okay, I couldn't I read the words, but I saw like a lot of people go, saying something like that. But yeah, Which they're is like, like a traditional these, kind of like. Uh, way that black people black women specifically would wear their hair yeah it was kind of like an, all these little knots and buns like yeah. maybe with plaits or whatever like so and she was like <laughs> she just put that up and said something like Miss Carnival this year and oh my goodness <laughs> the comments and shit like straight away it went off everyone was like they were like honey you still have time to delete this yeah yeah <laughs> did she delete it um I don't know let me check let's check let me because check because I feel like Adele gets away with fucking everything well, not everything, but I feel like... She has it up still. She has it up still. The, the, ca- the caption is, uh, Happy what would be Notting Hill Carnival, my beloved London. And then she put up the UK flag and the Jamaican flag. And now Naomi came to her defence, Naomi okay. Campbell. So she actually has commented here, 13K likes her Pop comment. Off, queen. And she spoke on Good Morning Britain saying that like Adele grew up around these cultures. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of understandable that maybe she would like wear the clothing but i mean yeah maybe i i don't really have much of an opinion and i, I just kind of neither do shocked i at how dumb to put up a picture like that i mean yeah like send in this it, climate once again you know i this should be maybe uh, a tote bag of ours like put it in the whatsapp group yeah don't be putting online especially for someone like adele like since she's lost all the weight she's barely put up any pics i know There's this that is one what pic, you choose yeah you're like okay so you never put up pics but a culturally inappropriate one you'll throw up now, yeah. willy nilly. Yeah, off um, the back of a huge Black Lives Matter. Movement. Yeah, I mean, how it's like they <laughs> read just, the room, read the room, girls. And it's the facial expression. She looks fucking freaky. She looks. Uh, do you know what she looks? That was on the, at the end of your bed. She looks dog rough. Do, she do you know what that like looks she's like? She's on drugs. Do you know what it looks like? <laughs> I, I say that a lot during this podcast. <laughs> she does look like she's on drugs, but do you know what specifically drug she looks like? Looks like it looks exactly <laughs> what like. What drug does she look like? She looks like. 
the chemical compound. But no, she looks yeah. like 8 a.m. after a sesh. She's has they're they're in some gaff. They found a bikini top. She's like, take a picture of me wearing this. <laughs> she puts the wings on. She's like, yeah, take a picture. Take a put my hair in the bun things. Go on. Fucking gas. Oh, yeah, she's in someone's mom's garden yeah. away for the week. You know, and like you see those sashes going on and you're like, your mum is going to fucking flip. Yeah. Why are you putting it this? Or you're like, oh, what's up my story for fucking 12 hours? But like all these Jamaican people are writing and saying, as a full-blown Jamaican, not a wannabe Jamaican, I mean, born and raised in Jamaica, we love this. We love Yeah. So like I've seen at first there was a, a, a load of hate being sent towards her. And then recently I've seen more people being like, um, being like pop off queen basically. But then that I think is where like, I mean, the whole ambiguity over this cultural appropriation thing. It's yeah. like, so you're saying, okay, just because she was around maybe Jamaican people when she was growing up, she's allowed to wear the little buns and the fucking Jamaican bikini. Yeah. So then, but like, people are just walking around and getting constantly given out to for being culturally inappropriate. So how do you, like, it's it's like the posts are constantly being moved. Yeah, like yeah, where, yeah. So you're saying, first of all, it's only if that is your culture, but then you're saying, and we are in a situation now where like cultures are finally like, you know, we're all like amalgamating into one big and cooking pot. Especially so. in London, it's very, oh, totally, very yeah. like, you know, I mean, well, it's progressed. It's and that's very progressed, and mm-hmm. it's and you know, there's a lot of assimilation in there. Like there is, like it, it, a, you know, it's not even just Afro Caribbean or Jamaican um, culture. It's a big part of just London culture. Is that way of being like carnival is like a fucking staple in London. Not even just like you know in the Afro Caribbean community. Like no, world like citywide. And it for is years. a thing. And like also that they dress like that. Like not yeah, no, everyone, everyone dresses, dresses like that. Like 100%. I follow a load of just. Um, white people from London who go to carnival like it seems to be a massive thing they're wearing like that Dior Rastafari one yeah yeah you know yeah. like people dress up it's like it's like St. Patrick's Day for fuck's sake yeah you exactly. know when Americans come over with a goddamn paddy cap on are we going to be like take that off your head well because the whole point of not the whole point but like a, a huge point of uh, carnival happening in specifically like London and stuff like that is like you know the a lot of Afro-Caribbean people are in the UK because of like um, slavery and because of uh, you know the imperialism and all that kind of stuff from the UK so it's like now a way of them like celebrating keeping their culture alive in you know what was like you know an oppressor state or what was mm-hmm. you know the slave owner state and it, it is literally appreciating their culture like that's the point of the day is to be like woohoo you know yeah, and like unifying like yeah the fact that like cultures are coming together and like we're going to be like taking and giving to each other via Mm -hmm. our cultures like that's beautiful one way to keep your culture alive is to not have to westernize yourself completely if you're moving over somewhere Mm -hmm. so that you can bring some of your culture and we can take and you can take some of ours and then we're all just humans yeah i mean yeah i I guess where they they've moved i guess the like slap on the wrist for is the hair I think that's what I think if she didn't have the hair Now yeah. I'm not saying This is my opinion yeah. I'm just saying that, that If she didn't have the hair I don't think people Would have cared Oh Wow I'm a poet Oh my god <laughs> Megan the Stallion Is in the building <laughs> Sorry I can't help But spit rhymes Yeah that's just What we do here But um, I get that But then I also think Like you know, you look back at like 90s pop and Bjork and Gwen Stefani who also wore those exact same hairstyles. Yeah. Now Gwen Stefani is getting like a later kind of kickback on her whole like geisha cultural appropriation yeah. and like stuff like that. So, I mean, it hasn't popped off, but there's people who aren't really trying to make that happen on Twitter probably. No, you know, being like, happen, I maybe. mean, why has she never apologized for this and stuff like that? So. The Harajuku But girl. yeah, I do think like, I mean, 
it's it's a strange one when a girl is wearing 12 buns in her hair and that scene is problematic. I do mm. find that just like if you're really looking at it as that. I know with everything you can pick through, you can like, you know, open up things and open up all these possibilities. It's like the whole idea of offence. You can say something to me and I could be, you know, I could write a thesis and how that could possibly offend me. But like just because something has like a, a possibility to like be bigger, it doesn't mean that it is. It is at the end of the day, just 12 buns in her hair. I guess people would argue against that and say that there's like a huge kind of cultural history of that hairstyle and that, you know, a lot of the kind of argument around the whole like hairstyle conversation is that like black women specifically for years were told like they're not allowed wear those hairstyles in Western culture. You know, they're told that like, you know, people are like, you know, it would be stigmatized to like walk into a job at times yeah, with like dreadlocks or with buns Braids or with cornrows and, and they're told it's unprofessional and then it's like, oh, now it's okay. And I know your point where it's like- But it then is- isn't that going to just, you know, make it, like if we all share each other's culture, is that not good? Like if we still kind of keep it to, like marginalize it. So only like we want to accept- Segregate it kind yeah, of. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I think, is that not how culture is kind of blended by being able to like- wear your hair and like because it's the accepting like I see I see it as cultural appreciation Mm -hmm. like a must it's like it's fucking annoying you know say when you're like a goth in school now this is obviously a way lesser example but like you know when you start like you're a certain type of girl in school like who wears like band t-shirts and stuff I'm talking about myself here and you because I know you're in the same situation and then like you would have got slagged a bit by like the kind of Camogie girls or the hockey girls and then like after school that yeah. was like cool so they all start wearing their Iron Maiden t-shirts mm-hmm. and you're like no you don't even know what I've been through but like it's moving on and it's kind of like just being able to like appreciate that like you cannot tell someone what to wear at the mm-hmm. end of the day mm-hmm. you cannot tell someone how not to wear their hair or how they should wear their hair or if they should wear makeup or tan or you know if they should have a whatever you know yeah. and I think it's like that's where the posts are constantly moved because it is still very controlling over how people are dressed and I think that <clears throat> the main thing I think is what you said it a while ago is that the goalposts tend to be moved quite a lot mm-hmm. and that's where it is like like I understand it from a point of like remember I remember a few years ago when Coachella was cool uh people were always giving out a bit like people wearing like Native American headdresses and that was a really weird moment in fashion that people were doing that like festival Native American headdress <laughs> Hannah Del Rey had it in her ride yeah yeah well. yeah maybe that was around the time when maybe it must have been mm. and um I mean I understood the thing that like I remember at the time there was a an argument and I think it was someone from like Native background they were saying like if you're gonna wear this at least buy it from like an artist in the Native American community so the money's going back into the community yeah. they're like our problem is that you're like it's like forever 21 are making them and you're buying them from them and that was a problem uh, yeah. like back in the day when I I mean wore had dreads yeah and wore bindis I always bought my little bindis from you know Indian women selling them in Georgia Street or like knowing that it was like they brought over mm-hmm. so I kind of like I wouldn't wear a bindi now but then I remember in that time, like everyone was wearing bindis, like for festivals and stuff like that. And Topshop brought out a line yeah. of bindis. Yes. And I was like, that is so wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
where like when it's like a sacred you know uh piece of like jewelry or accessories well i mean it's just like you're literally stealing from their Mm -hmm. culture Mm -hmm. profitizing off it and you you probably wouldn't you probably wouldn't hire a girl who walked in for a job interview with a bindi on no you you probably they'd they'd probably look at her and be like well an irish girl (laughs) yeah that's what i mean Yeah. yeah yeah but like if you know if a girl came in from who was like from like uh, Indian or Pakistani uh, like heritage. If she walked in in her bindi, maybe in her like traditional garb, they'd probably be like, "You're just not really alternative enough for us." Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> weird one, but I do I understand completely with that. Yeah. Like when there's financial gain in it, and when like big companies yeah. or shops and like Zara and shit are selling stuff that is like, you know, taking money out of like people's pockets. Yeah. Who and then therefore stealing their culture, but I do just find it like muddies the waters when we're getting into like culturally appropriation talking about like hairstyles and clothing and stuff like that I do find it I mean I'm I'm still like re- like reading up about it when Same. I see stuff like this coming up so trying to like I don't have a like fully formed point as I mean, of yet I'd be the exact same as you it's like I see you know the, the odd time I'll see like say like uh one of my black friends sharing say about like white cornrows are yeah. racially insensitive and I'll read that and I'll be like hmm they made a good point there but then it's like i'll see something else and i'm yeah, like that's I'm also like, a good point so yeah. i'm not really sure and, and then, i think there's a split in the middle of it all around like i think there is like uh, you can see it on the comments of that like yeah. there's a lot of black people and jamaican people saying that they love this this like you know promotes their country that they love and that like i think it's the context as well like she did it in the context of carnival yeah it's not like she's like you know pretending to my be new single and she's that's the cover of her new that? album what was it there was uh some meme going around where it's like adele drops new album and it was like a rastafari <laughs> and it's like th- it was her singing but it was like dubbed over i was like that's flipping gas i mean someone who i saw actually speaking positively about it uh defo doesn't listen to the pod but whatever you know lawson yes yes <laughs> lawson posted a picture of adele and he was like uh, laws of style and laws of style on instagram <laughs> he posted it uh, and he was like you he's like if carnival was on this weekend you would catch me trying to get a wine off uh, adele you know when they go the wine it's like the oh dance. Goodness, and yes. then he was like this is cultural appreciation so like i mean then i hear yeah. from like someone who is black and you know obviously he's not from jamaica i think he's originally uh his family and stuff are from uh africa somewhere you yeah know, that way but it's like he has he can see an appreciation in it and like i think that's the whole thing it's like it is person to person as well because like not one person is like the spokesperson for all black people totally. and, and like appreciation or appropriation even so like like um, diminishing of like people's kind of individuality and individual thoughts and stuff like that to suggest that like a whole culture or a whole race of people are going to be offended by fucking Adele wearing her hair in corners or yeah. whatever the fuck she's wearing. Do you know yeah. the way? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And that kind of must squash. That would make me feel overwhelmed if people were saying, well, all Irish people hate that there's Irish bars in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, like, no, no, yeah. I love it. Yeah, personally, no, like no, it. no, we all hate it. We all hate it. So it is. It's yeah, you can't speak one. upon the behalf, and also a lot of the time, a lot of the time, the people who are most offended by this are just like other white, white people on Twitter. People on Twitter. Now, I will say, so to touch upon before we get into the the meat and the bone, as we used to always say, we haven't said that in a minute. I love saying that. Um, well, so there's cultural appre- appreciation, and then there's cultural appropriation, which yeah. is like we've seen it a lot, like black fishing where like there seems to be like white people quite literally pretending to be black or kind of not really giving the full they're like they're, yeah, like they're kind of like very happily like have being racially ambiguous shall we yeah. say 
I mean, we saw, which I talk about a lot about, I don't know why, I fucking love that documentary, Rachel Dolezal, I found that really interesting. That was, it's on Netflix now. Yeah, it was great, it's really interesting, um, if you don't know the story, just look up the documentary, it's interesting as all hell, um, but so, yeah, there's like, obviously people like the Kardashians who get given out to for kind of almost pretending to be black, and then Kylie Jenner put up a picture, a <laughs> selfie, can you imagine Kylie Jenner putting up a selfie? She put up a selfie and she's obviously away somewhere and her skin is a bit tanned and she wrote the caption, brown skinned girl. <laughs> and then changed it. And I, the comments were all like, you change it, you change it. It's like, oh, take ownership to brown eyed girl. Brown eyed girl. Brown Great song. Um, dear God, especially as a woman who is a mother of a black child, girl. I mean, <laughs> but I just I cannot fathom the like. How can you not be aware of like BLM and all of the kind of like sensitivities that will be you know the hangover of that yeah. you know, and you get a fucking tan and you call yourself a brown skin girl. <laughs> That is wild. I mean, I'm sorry. I know I'm laughing. It's just like. It's just that outrageous. Yeah. Like yeah, she yeah. is obviously got called out like by people like Zelia Banks for yeah. like, you know, using and the Kardashians do in general with their physique where they seem mm-hmm. to like, you know, they get lip fillers and BBL like BBLs and, and like they really kind of seem to just take a lot from the black community whilst not really. Amplifying. Amplifying them. it or, you know, being so obviously out of the loop that they're putting brown skin girls their caption you know the way yeah. or like kimono instead of skims like these things that just they're just missing out on so it just shows their lack of kind of care towards like well, what's it's like going sensitivity, on yeah you know that way but i think it's just that whole thing of like celebrities just being so far fucking removed from reality it's like why mm-hmm. are we expecting celebrities to be able to actually respond in a sensitive way towards real people's mm-hmm. uh, experiences and real people's injustices it's like they really don't have a fucking clue they're millionaires billionaires close to and their lives are just for, like we will never understand their lives like yeah. it's so hard for us as normal people to understand like how you can be that much under a rock but maybe if you have a million euro I'd, I'd be probably <laughs> just under a rock myself. You know, like just in making nose under a rock, yeah. brown skin girl. Cave to goo or whatever the fucking, uh, you know, that mad hotel they all go to in Mykonos. That's the only rock you'd see me in. One of those cave hotels. Oh, yes, yeah, Queen. Yeah, it's Queen. But so. um, we're going to move on the conversation. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about next up, we're talking about Bella Thorne and her antics on OnlyFans right after this little break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Solens. Uh huh. This week, online. On the internet. On, the, on Celebrities Acting a Damn Fool Part 2. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it this week that really acted a damn fool? Miss Bella Thorne. She decided to um, start an OnlyFans and she like got, a, what, a million dollars in A million in, one in a day. day. I think the most amount of money ever made by someone on OnlyFans in Sick. one day. Someone who totally doesn't need it. Have you seen her Vogue? Um, I think it's one of those 73 questions. Or a day with Bella oh, Thorne. It's she enraging. has a fucking teepee as a bed. <laughs> Like a decked out teepee. I'm like, first of all, cultural appropriation. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> Second of all, how dare you? But like, how do you go to work when you're clearly drugged out of it all the time? I don't get it. I know. And I mean, why do you, like, I just don't get it. You're rich and you're a celebrity. But like, okay, well, do you know what? We wanted to discuss this whole thing. So we yeah. brought in a friend of the pod. We have done an ex gals with this gal, our pal, who is a sex worker. And we thought that you would be a lot more versed on schooling us on the kind of intricities of what went down last week and why everyone was so mad about Bella acting a damn fool. So welcome. Hi, how are you guys? We're good. Good, we're on Skype here. Yeah, we, we've Skyped her in, our new setup. We're thinking yeah, we're like Elon Musk over very here. Proud. <laughs> Took us about an hour. Very technical. <laughs> very technical. So obviously we wanted to get you on just to chit chat about it because you understand the kind of intricities and like the problems around it probably better than we do although it is I mean the minute I saw that Bella Thorne joined it even before the whole um the OnlyFans kind of lockdown shit that's happened after I was like oh god this ain't gonna be good yeah totally yeah yeah like you could just tell like the minute I saw that she made so much money so quickly I just knew that the sex work community would be annoyed about it and I don't think it's because the amount of money she made it's just kind of like why did you need to do that? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, obviously, you know, it's a free platform in the sense that like, you know, if there's a demand there, you, you'll you make money, especially if you've got a massive platform like Bella Thorne does. And it's yeah. not that anyone has any problem with someone capitalizing off their platform. It's just like, you're already a celebrity though. And you make a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, what really pissed people off as well is that you went about it in a way that made it look like I'm trying to help sex workers when like if she had just made the OnlyFans and just like done her thing, sold her nudes, not tried to like tamper with the community and and, like look like an advocate, people would have just been like, oh, whatever, you know, like Cardi B made one and like obviously she has like a stripper background so it's Mm. kind of different but like it is a free platform, it's a free market, everyone can, you know, do what they want but I think she kind of had this like intention of being like I'm trying to help you guys and it's like yeah but we don't need your help but you know that kind of way yeah yeah so I'm gonna I have yeah. this um Twitter thread here that I'll read to just in case anyone doesn't know what the problem is because obviously if you hear like so Bella Thorne joined made a million in a day woohoo yay and obviously on a low level it's like annoying that a celebrity comes on and as you said kind of like LARPs as a social activist it's like yeah. <laughs> like seriously but sin- sex literally so she started the account like pretending that she was doing it for sex workers I I'm think confused with that yeah yeah and it was it was meant to be like I'm gonna fight for you guys' rights I'm doing research on sex work so I'm gonna do OnlyFans and she said that she was gonna use it as research for a film that she was making with this guy called Sean Baker which eventually ends up being a lie, but oh, wow. yeah. 
great. <laughs> um, so I have this Twitter thread, right? So that I think it'll give us all the info of then like the subsequent knockoff uh, effect of what has happened since then and why like sex workers are rightfully like enraged now. And then I think from there we can just have an open convo because it'll just give everyone all the info. And this was written by someone who is... Um, on OnlyFans, so they have an insight. So she says, if you don't understand why every sex worker hates Bella Thorne's stinky guts and how she endangered the livelihood of hundreds of thousands of creators, let me explain it for you. First, Bella Thorne made an OnlyFans and made $1 million in her first day. This isn't the bad part. She then sent out a $200 pay-per-view message that she claimed was a nude photo, but when subscribers paid to open it, they found it was a lingerie photo. Seeing as she scammed them, they wanted their money back and OnlyFans has a policy that you can get your money back if you are scammed. So suddenly a fuck ton of people ask for a chargeback and this causes problems for OnlyFans because they have processing costs. So people suddenly requested millions in chargebacks making them lose a lot of money. To be able to pay all those people back and prevent such a massive chargeback problem in the future, OnlyFans changed their policies now. So the maximum price for a pay-per-view message is $50. Maximum tip someone can send is $100. And all the money you make on OnlyFans is pending for 30 days. Previously, the funds you made on OnlyFans were only pending for a week. So most creators got paid at least once a week. Imagine suddenly going from a weekly paycheck to a monthly paycheck. That's what's happening to 450,000 content creators. People have bills to pay, kids to feed, many people in including content creators and sex workers live paycheck to paycheck. How are they going to pay their bills this month? How are they going to feed themselves and their families? This is real harm. Now about the $50 pay-per-view and $100 tip cap. I've seen people who are not sex workers saying this seems reasonable because you're ignorant morons talking on something you don't understand. Sex workers don't get paid hourly. You make larger amounts inconsistently. Pay-per-view messages are frequently used by sex workers to sell more explicit content. Let's say you're selling a video of you sucking your boyfriend's dick. If you sell that for $50, OnlyFans keeps 20%, so you get 40 but you have to pay taxes on that. Maybe you get 30 to $32. Is it, worth, uh, is it worth it to you to sell videos of yourself sucking dick for a maximum of $32? Can you make a living off it? What if you used to sell them for $150 to $200? Can you survive a pay cut like that? Could you and your job survive a sudden 85% pay cut and monthly pay? um so obviously she goes on and on to like go into the other ins and outs in it but that is like so only fans of now you know being a corporation they're trying to ensure their outgoings and oh could you imagine that Lindsay? because i was trying to like like reason with them like imagine ricky gervais joined patreon <laughs> and like they all of a sudden patreon I'm like sorry sorry guys now you can actually only uh, limit how much you can charge you can limit your tiers imagine all of our money being cut you can only take out your money every three months now like for something that you if you're banking on a platform I guess it is you know weirdly it is kind of the risk you take you know I did with my whole the whole thing with OnlyFans and my whole like opinion on it now again I'm not a sex worker I've not you know sold nudes so my opinion is void in that sense but I remember just seeing like especially over quarantine and lockdown there was so many more people doing it and I was like this is great and all for you know normalizing sex work and that kind of stuff but then I kind of thought like as a lot when I saw the celebrities jumping on it and it was like getting more normalized and then I'm like if it becomes more normalized then doesn't it become less financially valuable because if everyone is going to be doing it and if it's more normalized then the money will obviously lessen over time mm. you know so I was like what I is can kind of understand that because you're you're basically saying like wouldn't it kind of um, make the market more competitive but I think 
like the thing about sex work is like originally it was like a survival job it still is a survival job for so many people and because of that it's kind of transient people kind of come and go from it as they please you know like people there's people who do sex work full-time and there's also people who like come in make a bit of you know quick cash if they need to pay bills or if they have like emergency you know fees for something that kind of thing um, and then they might leave and then they might come back again so I think it's always like a kind of revolving door of um, like, you know, content creators or cam girls or escorts or whatever. So I don't know. I, I personally don't think it would like reduce the value of it. I think um, the more normalized it becomes, like it would actually allow people to kind of like hone in their craft if they want to and be able to charge what they want without people kind of questioning it, you know, because mm-hmm. they'll see like, oh, well, this is a service that's being offered rather than this right dirty thing you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah, I get that and I guess it's like with sex work and it's the same with a lot of like entertainment industry there is kind of like an unquenchable thirst for it like because it's so especially for like something as direct yeah totally and something as direct as OnlyFans because it's usually marketed directly to someone's Instagram followers or maybe it's an escort who now during COVID has gone to doing that so it's people who can't see her so you know I think it's so direct that there is kind of a like you know if you look at like say the likes of like you porn and all these companies that are owned by like one big umbrella company like all, red tube you porn they're all owned by the same company but they all get millions and millions of hits so you know one doesn't always take away from another um but i do know what you mean in a sense that you're like would it you know if you were like an only fans girl for like a year and you've built up this thing if you saw like every single person on your street kind of jump on board you'd be would you be kind of like oh for fuck's sake I guess I just mean normalizing but I guess, I guess that happens with every platform like yeah. YouTube you know and there's al- obviously going to be people who are better at it yeah you know like I can see some pictures coming yeah. up on my feed and I'm like what <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see what's going on behind that emoji because like you're in your mom's box room it's not like my aesthetic personally but then there's some deadly ones and I'm like oh, I so want to swipe up but um so I guess that's just like you know you'll probably be if you're good at it you'll get more money I guess yeah um, I find it and odd. Strokes, sorry, there's uh, different strokes for different folks. Like yeah. some guys, you know, don't want to pay twenty dollars for some like aesthetic OnlyFans. Like they just kind of want to get the rocks off as well. Yeah, so yeah. there's like there's a market for everyone, really. You know. Yeah, totally. Some lads love that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, lads are lads are creeps. <laughs> or like they could also like the smaller creator vibe I guess of like you know someone who can actually like talk back and forth like some of those girls with like hundreds of thousands of people like they're not exactly going to be sitting there sexing and if they are they're charging you for it because some of them I think felt like you can see from like the messages that they get you know when people put up that you're like oh they're kind of having like mini little relationships or at least the guys are thinking this and kind of enjoying it and especially during lockdown I'd say that was really nice to be able to like chat to someone Um, I can't believe that Bella tried to like hide her greed by pretending to be this like you know fighter against it's like <laughs> I don't know much about Bella Thorne other than she fucked Scott Disick and is on drugs she was on she got with Scott Disick did she yeah is she on I drugs or does she that. LARP as being on drugs there's no way that bitch is not on drugs it's the only thing she's famous for in my opinion really like she's never come out and said it but like you just have to look at her like she's I only know her because she like dated Tana Mojo. That's the only way that I ever I, heard of her. I know her from that and I know she put up there was like a Harper's Bazaar like 
skincare video and her skincare routine was just <laughs> awful. It was I think I watched awful. that. <laughs> like it was like all like natural skincare and she was like mixing like honey and sugar and oats and like slapping everything on her face <laughs> and it was just a hot mess. I remember but I that. Think she was a, I think she was a, a Disney actor. She was, I think she yeah. was a big Disney actor, yeah. And yeah. I think she's like that typical like, like I was Disney and now I'm gone bad. Like yeah, that kind exactly. of exactly. She was going out with yeah. some guy called Moonson or something and he literally looked <laughs> like walking, talking drugs. They were engaged, I they think. They were engaged. And then when he split, he like got sober. So I think that was okay. kind of a like, fuck you, Bella. I'm kind of outing you as someone who isn't sober. Because she's never like, I don't think publicly came out and said that like, I'm on crystal meth, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think she's like a real stoner. And she because she hangs out with like that Tana Mojo thing, I'm like, I'm sure she's like, you know... A coke snorted a joint or something. I'm sure she's, I'm sure she's dropped a double dropped a joint in her time. I'm <laughs> so stoned off her tits. But um, yeah, like I mean, she's just kind of known as this like grimy. Like she definitely has an opinion of herself to be this like grimy kind of a rock star. So it's not. I'd uh, say she'd call herself a creative. <laughs> yeah, probably because she, she like you know dyes her hair and stuff yeah 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 so she but yeah yeah so this whole movie thing that was a lie because i heard i saw this from a girl i follow an uh, american girl who's an only fans person she's been popping the fuck off on uh, instagram about bella thorne and um she was like she mentioned this movie and she was kind of like what the fuck so it was like research but yet you were like i mean she never even came out and was like guys don't worry the million dollars was being you know donated or you know used to produce yeah. the movie it was just like no I'll keep it. My money, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like that's the thing. It's like it would have been absolutely fine if she had done the OnlyFans and not tried to spin it as this like, I'm trying to help you guys because like you've never shown up in the sex work community before and this is kind of just out of the blue. Um, so she tried to say like, oh, it's research for a movie that I'm making about sex workers. So like I want to experience the platform for myself. But if that was the case, then why didn't you a consult sex workers before doing it and b why did you have to charge for that like why couldn't you have made like because you can make a free only fan yeah. and you and you don't need to charge people like two hundred dollars for a nude and then scam them and make us look like scammers you know what i mean yeah so, that was a point that i saw was, which was really interesting yeah. that i never thought of shoot they were like they're basically she's like perpetuating that whole idea of like sex workers being like and especially cam girls as well being like sneaky yeah. scammers Scammer. yeah well sex workers in general i mean like still cardi b will be dragged for whatever she came out saying mm. that she did when she was working as a stripper and stuff um you know they're like oh she was a stripper but they will they'll be focusing on like the two things that she said about like whatever she did to guys but um yeah, that is outrageous that she pretended to sell a nude and then it looked like that Jeffree Star video or that photo that you put up. It was hilarious. That, that meme. Because people always say oh, they look alike and when you see it, it's really hard to unsee it. Jeffree Star's arse just cracks me up. It cracks me up. His tiny little frame and the fake is butt. That, is that an implant or is that a BBL? I think I it's know. implants because there's no fat implant on him. Eye. It's like a triangle. Because, like, you can only with BBL get, like, fat, obviously, from your own body, injected into your own body. You can't okay. get, like, a, someone else's fat, which would be so disgusting Ugh. to think of. <laughs> I know, I'm <laughs> But Someone else's so, like, fat. He does not have a BBL because, like, that man has 
literally the lowest yes. body but baddie baddie he's a baddie he's a baddie <laughs> body fat percentage i've ever seen but yeah it's like implants and that fucking it's like is what did it say again it's like you tell me bella thorne scammed you for this and it's jerry's <laughs> little dog in the back and all <laughs> the pomeranian in the background jiggling his arse. now that is probably i think from my little opinion is that that's probably the worst thing that she did yeah the, the scamming is like the pay-per-view and also like charging like a chunk of change two hundred dollars like if you're rich as you said you could do like a free only fans or a dollar and yeah. you know you if she you're, still would have got fucking loads of money as well she would have yeah and Absolutely. she would and like if you wanted to do a pay-per-view do it for like a fiver or something like this whole 200 dollar thing it's like and then so this is her quote that i found it on twitter there so she said i wanted to bring attention to the site the more uh, people on the site the more likely of a chance to normalize the stigmas and in trying to do this i hurt you i've risked my career a few times to remove the stigma behind sex work porn and the natural hatred people spew oh i goodness. hate that whole martyr complex I of like <laughs> Yeah. I hate bitches who pat themselves on the back. It's like, just take ownership over, you know, what you did. Stop trying to paint yeah. it as something else. What do you think? Just It's just another case of people who aren't sex workers trying to, like, speak for us instead of, like, consulting us and letting us speak. Like, it's, it's just frustrating because, like, she tried to say, like, oh, I risked my career to speak for you guys. And it's like, yeah, we do that too. So, like, why don't you just hand the mic to us, let us tell you what we need tell you what we want as workers um and she has to go and play this whole thing and i also have to laugh as well that she came out with that apology meanwhile her sister callie or kayla or, i think it's callie is her sister's name on her instagram she was like trying to defend bella and like what bella was doing and her own actions because she made an only fans as well but she was also like bashing sex workers who were like asking her questions in the comments which is some like really like whorephobic shit like she was saying like oh you all call yourself slut so I'm gonna call you a slut and it's like that's our marketing idiot I know I saw that she <laughs> like, replied to someone being like not my fault you have to do this for a living or something really? like that yeah. it was like she was like yeah. and like which is just like guys you're all like if you're like related to a celebrity like please just get off your phone stop it like we've seen this happen time and time again just shut your damn mouth like seriously you're like oh it was just really embarrassing but yeah she was like it's not my fault that you someone was like this is like some people's livelihood and she was like well maybe they should think twice about needing their money every week it's like yeah honey yeah. they got bills to it pay was just, it was just really classist it was like yeah. someone had said oh can you please just like leave us alone and let us survive and she was like she quoted the letter survive and she was like, ha, 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 ha. And it was like, why are you laughing at the fact that people literally like have bills to pay and have mouths to feed yeah. and they like live bill to bill, like paycheck to paycheck. Like it's, it's just so unfair and so out of, t- out of touch with reality because they obviously have money. They didn't need to do this. Mm. And now people are giving them obviously valid criticism and they're just laughing in the face of every sex worker who does OnlyFans, yeah. you know? And the annoying thing is like Bella Thorne, didn't have much of a career clearly like this is probably why she was maybe trying to get some press and attention and stuff because she like hasn't been in since disney and stuff like i haven't seen her in any like worthwhile films i think she does some shitty horror things and like whatever but she's kind of known as being a bit of a mess in hollywood um and so I think it's like, stop trying to say that you had this amazing career and you yeah. fucked it up for you guys. It's like, no, you fucked up your own career by being a goddamn mess in general. And 
now you're just it's so far removed. You're trying to like connect to people, but like you're in a totally different lifestyle. That's the worst thing about celebrities when they get to a point of being so far removed from reality, yeah. but still thinking that they can like open their mouths and speak about like people's other people's reality. It's like that fucking uh, Imagine video. Remember that came out over COVID, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Shivers>. <laughs> or the one what was the one like I take responsibility for my racism. I love that skit that Casey Frey did about that. Did you see oh, that? Yeah, that and he's good. like, okay, I'm really sitting into empathy, sitting into empathy. And he's like, I love this character. I love it. I love it. Love just taking ownership. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's like this, and or like people, the celebrities being like, just stay in your house. Like stay inside during COVID. It's like, oh yeah, in your fucking mansion. I'm sure that's easy to say. They're like, it's so fun. Yeah, totally. <laughs> With a chef and a cleaner. Yeah, in a cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, celebrities just need to seriously stop talking on like real pre- people's problems. Keep on talking about Jennifer Lawrence, how you didn't get paid enough for whatever the fuck movie you were in. And boo-hoo. I only got five million. Yeah, like do that. You know, there was a Netflix thing that came out the other day, which was saying like men have earned so much more money. Like talk about that. Chit chat amongst yourselves about yeah. that. But like leave the real shit to like people who are actually living it. Yeah. Um. So what yeah, do you exactly. think? What what's what's the kind of general consensus? I mean, like I'm sure we know on Twitter with like sex workers. Are you seeing like anyone? Are people talking about migrating to a different platform, or is it kind of like I'm I'm interested? Is it going to like poke a hole in the whole OnlyFans thing of like you know being reliant? It is one of the problems of being reliant on like a tech giant who doesn't really care about your well being. You know, their OnlyFans wasn't set up to be a sex work platform it's just been kind of capitalized by sex workers in a really great way like obviously they're making it's girls on there making and guys make on there making a shitload of money um but i wonder will it like show a problem with like because they're determining basically now that i mean that you they can, make uh, they have the cards are always in their yeah. hands and i remember you saying that i think we spoke um about only fans before and you said that it's basically just an online pimp because they have the control <laughs> Maybe not those it, exact it, words. <laughs> it, it, no, but it's it's controversial, definitely. Like, if you were to actually, like, look at these, like, tech giants who serve, like, you know, work as platforms for sex workers, technically that is pimping because they're mm. taking a cut of your money, right? And OnlyFans takes, like, 20%, which is a lot. Mm. But the thing about OnlyFans is, like Jenny said, like, um, it wasn't built to be, like, a platform for sex work. They kind of just built it. Uh, like sex workers built it to be this platform for themselves and now that you've got like celebrities like Bella Thorne and Cardi B and you've got actors and actresses and models all coming onto it OnlyFans are slowly kicking sex workers off Mm. so like they determined the platform and the rules but now with the Bella Thorne thing what people got annoyed about was when they decided to change like the tip levels and the payouts it's like yeah, you can control the platform, but why are you controlling the market and how much people can charge? Which is what a pimp would do as well, right? Yeah. They'd tell you like how much you can charge for your services. Um, but I think this has been like a long time coming, to be honest, because OnlyFans really don't care that much about sex workers. Like they're happy to take our money, but when we, whenever they have issues on the platform with like customers or payouts, they like never reply and they're just really kind of dismissive. And they don't want to really improve the platform for sex workers, I don't think. So I think people are starting to look for like alternative platforms. And there are other ones out there. Like there's one called like Avian Stars. 
Uh, there's another one that's actually uh, built by a sex worker and her business partner, I think. think it's called Pocket Stars. And then there's also like Admire Me. There's, um, oh, there's one more. I think it's, I actually can't remember the name, but, but those are a couple. But I think the thing about OnlyFans is it obviously is such a big brand name. Like you say OnlyFans and everyone knows what it is. Mm-hmm. So obviously you can kind of flush more customers into that platform. And some guys most likely already have a profile made up where they already follow a couple of girls. Whereas like, oh, if you go say to someone like, oh, sign up for my AVN, he'll be like, oh, I have to make a new profile. I'm not that yeah. bothered, that kind of thing, you know. People are notoriously... Um, they hate moving from one place to another on yeah. the internet. It's Migrating like, people from yeah. platform to platform is just like... Yeah. It's a lot more difficult than you'd think, you know? Yeah, 100%. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, like if you build up a, if you build up a client base in on one platform, why would you all of a sudden jump ship to another? It's just like another ordeal, you know? And like, yeah, you can do it and you can have the two running at the same time and hopefully people will eventually kind of migrate over. But that's just so much work yeah unnecessary work you know um and i mean there are obviously sex workers who will do it like girls on only fans are probably there's probably some who are like oh whatever i'll just roll with the punches and then there's others who are like no i absolutely won't stand for this mm-hmm. and i'm that's the last straw for me you know and then they'll move over to something else but um yeah i know it's just it's, it's frustrating just, i don't know i think time time will tell with only fans if it's actually going to last the way it is like because even another thing about the Bella Thorne thing was that like sex workers on Twitter on Instagram on Snapchat like they're constantly getting banned yeah. and deleted and everything else and policed by these platforms but yet if a celebrity was to make an, an OnlyFans and post it in their Instagram they could promote it to beat the band whereas like sex workers can't and we're always having our posts deleted and pages deleted and it's like why is it one rule for them and one rule for us so I think that's what pissed people off as well you know mm. like yeah. you can't even you can't even put your OnlyFans link in your Instagram bio like and that's people's mode of promotion and mode of advertising so how are you supposed to build up your business if you're constantly being told oh you can't post this you can't post your news you can't post your links all this kind of thing so you can only do like a swipe up thing yeah. on um stories you can't have it like yeah. live forever on your bio which is so yeah. frustrating because like yeah. <clears throat> like what's the difference between us having our patreon in our bio and someone else having an only fans link in their bio it's the same thing it's selling content you know what i mean yeah. and like y- you can have a patreon page and you can pay like patreon are quite like conservative with it you can have like you're just not allowed to show any like I think it's like penetration or something like that. Like you can sell nudes on Patreon basically. Um, But you know, there's no difference there. And it's just really frustrating that like OnlyFans as a platform, I think it was first built for like personal trainers or something like that. It was something to do with the gym. I think it was like a fitness thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, I think like, actors and stuff everyone got onto it basically the way patreon did but then only fans are what has made or sorry sex workers are what made only fans like such a huge business mm. and so well known and then it's so frustrating that like the minute something goes wrong they're the people that have to pay for it because they're the people using the tips the most they're the people using the pay-per-view the most like only fans i don't know the breakdown of it now but i'm gonna guess there's not a lot of personal trainers on there anymore and if it is it's like sexy <laughs> it's a personal gym trainer yeah. naked training yeah. <laughs> but um but it's also so frustrating that 
I mean, a non-sex worker fucked it up yeah. for other sex workers. And they pay the price. And like OnlyFans didn't appreciate, you know, the kind of promotion that, first of all, all the sex workers who use their platform is doing for them. Because like, you, you know, we push Patreon. It's, it's a give and take. Like mm-hmm. you're both doing good there for uh, the company or whatever. So then that Bella Thorne gets, like that they didn't kind of value all of their sex workers who they have on the platform and instead just didn't want that to happen anymore. And like, she should have just been blocked from OnlyFans for scamming people. Yeah. That's that's what I think as well. And like, there's a lot of talk about like how she can kind of rectify the situation, but that's what they should have done. They should have just suspended her account because she ended up getting like, I think it was nearly $600,000 worth of chargeback. (sighs) And then obviously OnlyFans have to pay like a processing fee for the refunds to a bank. So they've obviously lost money on that. But um, yeah, they should they should have just, like at least given her like a suspension or like taken away her pay-per-view option or something like yeah. that, you know. But instead they just made this like blanket rule that like you could only get like 50 or $100 tips where it used to be like 200 And they tried to spin it as like, um, oh, and with the five to, you know, when they did five day pay or a week payout, they jumped it to a month payout and they tried to spin it as like, oh, we're preventing credit card fraud. And it's like, yeah, but like, has that ever happened really before? Like, it's only really an issue now. Like, you can clearly see the timeline of when Bella Thorne made yeah. her OnlyFans to when they changed the rules and they're definitely linked. And as well as that, people took issue with. I think it was, um, oh yeah, um, OnlyFans promoted Bella Thorne's sister's OnlyFans on their Twitter. Being like, yeah, being like, oh, uh, go follow like Callie Thorne or whatever. Whereas they've never, ever promoted like a sex worker on their page. It's always been like super, super vanilla. So I think a lot of people were like, what the hell? These two girls that came in made you guys like you know get chargebacks and change the rules and everything like that but you're still promoting them what the hell i didn't like, know she had one as <laughs> well the sister that's insane yeah yeah yeah. like the sister who was there like bashing all the sex workers she has she has an only fans as well and she was she actually quoted on instagram she was like oh all the all the all the uh, sluts are mad that i'm stealing their content because i'm more creative than them and it's like <laughs> You literally just contradicted yourself. That makes no sense. Oh my but she God. was like, she was like, you're so mad. I'm stealing your work. Ha ha ha. They seem but, like two yeah, like toxic sisters. Fans, Whoa. I know. The actual OnlyFans Twitter page promoted her sister. And this is after was, the whole like, Bella Thorne showdown yeah, before. Yeah, this is, this is after the whole showdown. This is after they came out and said, we're changing the, the pay-per-view <sighs> rules. Literally like they're taunting the, people. Yeah. The payout rules. I mean, surely it would have made more sense for them to like bring in, like, as you said, like a limit on her, say her pay-per-view or like that it could be case by case basis. Like if someone is, if if someone is causing the platform to have to do 600,000 in chargebacks, then okay, you're limited that you're only allowed to charge 50 quid now instead of every single person. I'm sure there are so many girls on there who sold great pay-per-view content, never had chargebacks because they weren't scamming people. Like I saw a screen grab on Instagram and it was like, people were, showed the picture of what Bellathorn was and it was basically like her like 
turned with her back to a mirror and like it was a selfie kind of taken over her shoulder and there was like a bit of side boob and she was wearing like not even a thong like full on like a bikini bottoms yeah and before they she obviously put out this so I'm, I'm not too sure but from what I've kind of read the way you put it out is like it messages all your followers being like oh there's a pay-per-view thing that if you want to buy this is how much it is um so someone had written back being like is this nude and she was like yes full nude and then the picture was that like she was also yeah. like knowingly going in being like yeah it's full nude it's a full nude nude picture so it's not like she like got her wires crossed or like thought that you couldn't oh. show pussy <laughs> you no, know that's she rule knew. number one of like favorite purview stuff I remember that I think I some guy had asked for a foot pick and I was like oh my I've been out at that weekend my foot were like ravaged by some <laughs> fucking pair of heels so I was like oh I'll just go find one online this is when <laughs> I was young so and he, he was so mad and he like a whole loads of other people to block me and be like you don't understand like they get so mad at that shit well yeah because they're like I'm literally paying you for a damn picture of your feet just give me a picture of your feet if I wanted a picture of a foot I'd google foot online yeah I know (laughs) I know so it's like that is like rule number one so then I was okay I'm not I'm not good at this it's the intimacy um, it's the give and take you know that way so like it's a service they're paying for a photograph of your feet yeah yeah, you know like if they're paying for a nude they're expecting a full nude like it's not especially when you verify that it is full nude too you know that way so like that I think that's like the that was just a real kick in the teeth for me that I was like oh bitch you've got not a leg to stand on with this that you were outright scamming people and I mean OnlyFans are obviously going to be out of money she proper baited people yeah (laughs) 100% like OnlyFans are going to be out money if they're not letting like would they get a cut of tips or is that I think so I think it's 20% of everything i'm not sure i think mm. I, I actually don't know um if you get to keep the tips or not I, but i presume like i've seen um people's like statement breakdown and mm. how it looks to me is that you have like your net uh, earnings and then i think they take a 20 percent cut off the total so yeah. i think it does include the tips i'd say it would and because i think that's what that girl was saying in that twitter thread she was like basically so say you charge $50 for a pay-per-view, they take their 20% cut and then you have to pay tax on that. So mm. like at the end yeah. of it, it's like 25 30 euro, yeah. 30 euro, you know what I mean? It's like, bare. Yeah. and then also if you're Irish specifically, like if you're charging in dollars, when we know this from Patreon, it's really annoying. Like then you have to like take into account the whole like conversion back. So you're getting like, yeah. fuck all mm. for something that probably yeah. used to be really lucrative for and you. And it's ambiguous because like obviously the currency changes and stuff like that even if they'd given some kind of warning like to just like because you know jobs do do that sometimes where like you used to get paid weekly and then they're going to change it to monthly but like to do it yeah. like that if it was like a six month thing where they're like look in six months it's only going to be able to be monthly yeah. so you, you can kind of like gather your finances and figure it all out but like for to wait for a week for a month like that's just putting yeah. people in like dangerous situations you know 100 percent and they know that, which is the most fucked up thing. I about find it. that they're almost trying to taunt the sex workers, which is just bizarre to me. But I feel like putting up like a picture of the girl, of the sister on um, their Twitter and stuff. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's a kick in the teeth, I think. It's a kick in the teeth because sex workers, uh, like as a community, like including like, you know, cam girls and the OnlyFans girls. And then obviously the escorts who moved over to OnlyFans during the pandemic. They've all been so vocal to OnlyFans about what they want and what they want to see from the platform. And they've been ignored all the time. And then, you know, 
someone who is an outsider in the community just like waltzes in and kind of fucks it up for everyone and it's over it was overnight as well like like you said Mm -hmm. like it wasn't like they phased it it wasn't like they phased it in that excuse me that it was going to be like okay in like you know three to six months time we're only going to do monthly payouts this was like overnight and people all of a sudden and especially like this was like last week so it's like coming up to the end of the month people have rent to pay you know it's like you can't just you can't do that to people like there are genuinely people like not everyone is making you know obviously like a million dollars in a day there's some people who are literally on OnlyFans and scraping by to get people to pay five to ten dollars a month for their OnlyFans you know some people don't have the reach on social media that um, these celebrities and these kind of big big name like porn stars or whatever have um, and that's mostly it's, that's partly because as well like we can't promote ourselves on social media because we're constantly being policed and told that we're inappropriate and told that like no one wants us on their platform you know that's what the that's what these companies essentially say to sex workers when they do things like that it's like we don't want you here mm-hmm. like you're not welcome but these celebrities are yeah. you know mm. yeah okay well we'll probably leave it there girl thank you so much for coming on yeah. and uh schooling our asses as always no problem yeah, you're um a wealth of knowledge a wealth of knowledge girl but uh thanks so much and we'll talk to you soon thank you. bye thank you bye bye honey so mm. very interesting very interesting i fuck mean you, bella fuck <laughs> you bella and it's just so so enraging and like when you see these things unfold you know like Obviously, we've said it before, we are like anti-cancel culture and everything like yeah. that. But like, as a voyeur, to view, like I do, sometimes I'm like, whoa, they really played it well. Where like, they made a mistake as every human, like, you know, we all make mistakes. 100%. But then they can like, you know, come out with a statement that is like authentic and, you know, they've clearly reflected and are apologizing. But Bella is still trying to pat herself on the back. Yeah. And that must just be really frustrating to watch, especially if it's hit you financially. And I just think like for me as well, it's like her intent was so bad. You know, a lot of times like celebrities and people can have, you know, good intentions with bad execution and that can get them cancelled. And like a lot of the times the good intentions are overseen. But in this sense, it was like she was like cosplaying as a sex worker to make some documentary about sex work which she was never existed which never existed but you know she was alleging that she was like involved as far as i know in like you know the production and all this kind of stuff and it's like why not just make a documentary you know for all this i know like rashida jones got a lot of hate about one of her documentaries but at least she talked to actual sex workers you know that way instead of being like back and made a better one a way better one and you know so that's someone who's actually listening to feedback and being like oh okay but also having better intentions you know at least she's showing yes she only showed one side of uh what was that was it called like on what was it i'll I'll, rashida jones actually if if you you google it um I can't remember, but um, girl next door or something like that. Hot girl wanted. That's Hot girl wanted. And yes. then so Rashida Jones, who is an actress, and she's Quincy Jones's daughter, right? Yeah. And um, she came out with uh, Hot Girls Wanted, which was about like the kind of amateur porn industry and all these yeah. women that like were in America getting found by this guy on uh, Craigslist. And Craigslist, and all that one kind of those, of stuff. and then like it was just showing how like they really only like unless you kind of take off, which is rare in the porn industry. Um, in this day and age is that like because there's so many girls who are getting into it and that they can like only have like a four month long yeah 
career in it. And um, also I think she was showing, you know, in that amateur porn industry, like to even make like, you know, like say $250 a week, you'd have to do like insane amount of scenes, which is so intense, intense on your body. And then it's not even, you know, you'll get paid, and but it's not even guaranteed. I think then he can sell it off and he makes way more money. It's really fucked up. But she yeah. got a lot of hate off sex workers because they were like, you're kind of only showing like a really amateur and not very, like a bad end of you're sex work. You're showing as well. It was very, it was quite a depressing yeah. documentary. Like it went back to one of the girls' homes and her mom was crying and she you know, it was kind of saying that like, you can ruin your life in four months was kind of yeah. what I took from it. That's what she seemed to be trying to say through the documentary. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of sex workers who were really angry about how she had kind of documented that side and like, you know, just because it's a constant thing that they get like constant negativity over their choice of work. And then she came back out and she did like sub documentaries with like a lot of different, like each yeah. documentary, they're all on Netflix as far as I know they were. Anyway. They were, yeah. It's all about porn more so yeah so and she did, um, like, female-led one um racism and porn and like just lots of different cam girls cam girls it was really interesting and she showed like yeah she showed a way bigger spectrum of like and a less it, judgmental exactly one. and like you know that's an ex- a great example of someone with like good intentions maybe you know slightly tone deaf execution the first time around but listening to the people that are giving her the criticism yeah. like listening to the community of sex workers and then making another one you know with you know as a celebrity she has the means to do so same as Bella Thorne like she does not need that million dollars and it's not you know and she could do something with it like Rashida Jones you know she listened she reevaluated, she learned herself and she mm-hmm. used her creativity so if Bella Thorne and her dumb ass sister is going to be saying that they're creative then why are you faking selling a nude online that's not creative that's yeah. a scam yeah really? I can't believe she scammed her ass Get your RSA. Her literal ass. That's what I mean, yeah. I mean, she probably... That punt, that bum was intended. (laughs) Like, I mean, she probably shows more on Instagram. Like, literally, I've seen way more of people's, like, close to their bum hole on Instagram than I have in that picture from Bella Thorne. I know. Like, side boob. Wow, honey. Which is like... Like, what's your... If you don't want to sell a nude, why the fuck are you pretending to sell a nude? don't go near it, you know? Like... Um, So, yeah, so that's all we have for this week's girlies. Let us know what you think about the OnlyFans scandal and all about the stuff that we started... Talked about at the start of the episode. Once again, a reminder, start of the month, sign up to Patreon. You don't need us to tell you again, but X-Gals is where it's at. And in case you missed it in the intro, we have now got a Discord for Patreon, which is so cool. It's like a chat room. It's so 90s. You can get it on your phone, too. It's so fun. It's so early 2000s. I'm obsessed. And also um, who we had on speaking about uh, the whole Bella Thorne thing. We did a whole episode with her about her kind of um, sex work. And it was really interesting. One of our favorite that we have recorded. So that lives only on X Gals. So if you liked um, what you heard, go and sign up and you can get that full episode and our catalog of episodes. What? A hundred? Easily a hundred episodes now. So girlies, we will talk to you next week. Bye girls. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.